Hey guys, what's up? It's Lisa, and you're listening to What's Next with Lisa. Today is Tuesday, December 28th, 2021, and welcome to Chapter 5 of my official slash unofficial book club podcast series. If you've been following along, yesterday I posted a podcast all about Chapter 4, and I talked about boundaries and why being connected to who you are and your self-worth is so important when it comes to learning how to set boundaries. And today we're going to move on to chapter five. And the title of chapter five is change your relationship to your feelings, but leave your feelings alone. And I love this chapter and I love it for a lot of reasons. But I feel like I love it the most probably because it's this is something that I took a long time to figure out how to make my feelings and my emotions work for me rather than against me. And I think a lot of times, you know, when we experience something negative or we experience something that let's say doesn't feel good, we have a tendency to shame and blame ourselves and judge those feelings and it can make it really hard to process and move through. So things build up after time and then we become agitated and snippy and tired. And when we can learn how to understand what our emotions are trying to tell us um, about us and our journey, we can use them as markers to actually help us process and move through. So if you're new to the podcast and just picking this up or you haven't heard, I wrote a book and it's called It's Going to Be Great, It's Fine, I'm Fine, A No-Nonsense Survive and Thrive Guide to Life. So if you haven't checked it out, I hope that you do so. You can find it on Amazon, um, Kindle version, paperback version. You can also find it on Audible if you like listening to your books. So Um, I know it's being carried at Barnes and Noble right now, and it's something I'm really excited about. And I I mentioned yesterday, I've got some ideas in the works for my next book as well. So thank you to everyone who supported me, offered feedback. It's been awesome. I appreciate you all so much. If you've got comments, feedback, questions, email me at whatsnextwithlisa at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram or Twitter at whatsnextwithlisa. You can also find me on Facebook, but my Facebook page is just for the book. So if you if you search in Facebook, it's going to be great. Uh, my book should pop right up. All right, let's get to it. Chapter five. And here's how I start the chapter. Let me be clear. Every single feeling you feel is valid, but is most certainly not fact. Feelings are like visitors. You have to let them come in before they will leave. And I don't ever want you to think you have to change how you feel. But what I do want to remind you is that what matters most is what you choose to do with them. And I think this is such an important um, concept to really start to understand is that your feelings and your emotions, they're all valid. They're all based, I mean, they're biochemical forces, right? A lot of our thoughts, feelings, and emotions are just automatic. We, We feel before we think sometimes. And rather than judging those feelings, I really want to encourage everybody to strengthen their relationship with them in an attempt to strengthen your relationship to yourself. And so what happens is a lot of times is that we tend to feel things and we feel, let's just say um, you make a mistake and you feel embarrassed or you feel, you know, stupid or silly or, or something like that. 
what happens is you're allowed to feel that way, but that is not fact. You are not stupid. You are not a joke, right? You're feeling that way, but then the magic starts to happen because I want you to allow yourself to feel that and then say, but that is not fact. I am not stupid. What I'm going to do with that is maybe have compassion for myself and what just happened and the mistake I just made and get myself through this by reflecting and saying, oh, I'm embarrassed or I feel silly because I messed up and that's okay. I'm still worthy and valuable and I can do better moving forward. So before you start to cement how you're feeling as just fact, you have to catch yourself, right? And say, wait a minute, this is a marker into maybe a window into who I am or what I need, right? And a lot of times people come to me and they say, I just don't want to feel this way anymore. I feel, you know, I've been feeling down or I've been feeling angry or I've been feeling, you know, insert any other perceived negative emotion. And they say, how do I stop feeling this way? And my answer is always the same. And that is, you will feel this way until you decide what you want to do with it. Meaning, you get accountable to how you're feeling and how you want to move through it. And it's not about making the emotion go away. It's a really, it's about, and what I want you to get in the habit of thinking is, I need to learn what this emotion is trying to tell me about myself and what I need. Because here's what happens is we, these emotions come in and I want you to picture, close your eyes and kind of visualize um, an empty bookshelf. And you start the day with an empty bookshelf and then you feel an emotion and the, a book represents each emotion you feel. So for every emotion you feel, you throw a book on the bookshelf, right? If you're not processing and resolving feelings, there's no books ever coming off the shelf. And so that bookshelf gets heavy and overloaded until one day it breaks because it can't bear the weight of things. It's very similar in our everyday lives. When we have um, a lot of emotions or just even everyday emotions that you're feeling and you're not acknowledging those and validating them and saying, gosh, what is this trying to tell me about myself? What, what do I need? You're just letting your feelings sit heavy, like on a bookshelf. And at some point you're going to break. And so sometimes that can come out as anger, sadness. Um, you can be withdrawn or depressed because at some point that bookshelf's going to break. So the trick here is, is to be mindful and self-aware of how you're feeling. And even if it's just like a normal day, right? Like nothing super significant has happened you're still feeling things and having thoughts and emotions. And rather than pushing them down and just throwing them on a shelf and forgetting about them, I want you to realize and value the importance of acknowledging them and acknowledging and validating them. And then just, and then asking yourself, mm, okay, what can I learn about myself here? What can I have compassion for myself with? What can I take accountability for? And until you really start to make this commitment to yourself, I'm going to tell you something. You're never really going to know yourself. When you filter your feelings, um, and I believe I say this, let me find it here. I do. On page 87, filtering feelings has an adverse snowball effect that directly affects the relationship you have with yourselves, yourself. 
Oftentimes, people think that there is something wrong with them for maybe having too many emotions, too intense of emotions, or confusing emotions. So rather than pushing and exploring them, they actually block them out and push them down. They minimize themselves to prioritize a perceived comfort in the moment of not feeling anything negative. We are so trained as a, facade, as a society to say, ooh, I don't want to feel anything negative. I've got to be positive and keep moving forward. You can still be positive and keep moving forward, but you have to acknowledge what's going on. And you can't minimize. You can't push things down and ignore them. And, you know, clinical research actually shows that when you try to deny an emotion, you actually end up feeling it more intensely. Your brain knows what's going on. Your brain knows that it's got these these feelings that need to be dealt with, right? And so I think most of us have been taught from a pretty young age to block that, avoid it, suck it up, deal with it. But that's not working. And I think a lot of us do things quite well, like self-medicating with things like maybe our phones or substance abuse or isolating. And what I want you to take away from this chapter and today's podcast is that your emotions are actually biological forces that should not be ignored. And they're actually there to help you survive. When you push them away, it puts stress on your mind and your body. So that's going to create this psychological stress, which oftentimes manifests itself into outward behaviors or physical symptoms that aren't becoming of you. Maybe you're angry, you're irritable. Do you have back pain? Do you have chronic pain? Um, Do you have headaches, blood pressure, those types of things? And now granted, I'm not saying like get in touch with your emotions and all your physical ailments go away. Please don't. Please don't mistake that that's what I'm saying. I'm saying you can help yourself and at the very least alleviate stress and tension and denying emotions as a possible cause to those things. And so, you know, you have an emotional center of your body that responds to emotions that you feel and sends signals around your body to things like your lungs and your heart. And that actually readies your body to take action. So when you can start to realize that your emotions aren't actually part of your conscious control, you can't stop them from being triggered. You can't stop the way you're feeling in a moment. But what you can do is consciously create a space in which you're not going to judge your emotions or push them down. You're going to allow yourself to feel them and get curious about why you're feeling what you're feeling rather than judging it. Soften your approach to yourself and actually ask yourself, and I do this a lot too, okay, why am I feeling this way? What is, what is going on? What happened that's you know, causing me to feel this way? And what can that tell me about myself and maybe what I need? When you can start to identify the emotions, you can start to allow them in. And you know, I can't tell you enough that... <laughs> emotions are what make us human. And I've got news for you, whether you guys believe it or not, we're all human. We all have emotions. The magic happens when you realize what it is you need, what that emotion's trying to tell you and what you want to do with it. And so for example, like, you know, some people are angry, right? And they act on that anger and they feel justified in acting on that anger. And I would say, 
that's a really misguided use of the concept that I'm explaining here because you can't use poor behavior, abusive behavior, self-medicating behavior by saying, oh, well, it's because I was angry, so I'm justified. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is if you're angry, I want you to stop and say, okay, what's making me angry? What do I need? Did somebody do something that that made me angry or hurt me or frustrated me? And so what do I need? Am I needing to feel valid? Am I needing to feel heard? Do I need to allow myself a space to love myself a bit more and see that as a reflection of them? Do you see what I'm saying where the the reaction that you have to your emotions isn't always just justified, oh, because I felt that way. You're missing a step because until you get accountable for what you're going to do with that emotion, you're not really processing and making that a productive sequence. And so I think everybody does this a little bit differently. I know for me, I was kind of like hit or miss when I started processing my emotions. I would do it sometimes and not do it others because it just felt so overwhelming. I didn't want to deal with it. And when that was the case, I learned to start breaking things into smaller sections. I learned to start actually writing things down until I trained my brain to kind of go on autopilot and just say, okay, I get what I'm feeling. I get what I need. I know what to do here. And the amount of confidence and empowerment that structuring this into your daily routine can give you, I can't really even put into words. It's such a game changer. And I think a lot of us grew up in households where people didn't talk about emotions. People didn't, maybe your parents didn't even know what to do with emotions. And so everything was just kind of like suck it up and move on. And and I think that that makes it hard then as adults to feel like our feelings or emotions are valid. And I talk a lot in chapter five about a client that was having a really hard time in a relationship and found themselves angry and and really kind of flipping back and forth from calm to just angry. And this, like their partner was trying to do everything they thought they knew how to do to make this person happy, but it just wasn't working and they were clashing. And I talk about how we worked through that. And really at the end of the day, what that problem ended up being was um, this person didn't actually know what they were feeling or what they wanted. They, they stopped at that superficial, like, ooh, I felt it, so it must be fact. And when we taught this client how to dig a little deeper, and I talk about it more in depth in Chapter 5, it's amazing the change in the relationship, in, in this marriage, in this family dynamic um, that we ended up achieving for this person. So it's... Um, it's a valuable, valuable skill, my friends. And in assignment five, this is one of my favorite assignments that I give to a lot of people. And I can't tell you enough how important I think that it is. But I basically teach you step by step how to start to make this process a part of your daily routine. And I show you um, how to do it, what to write, and how to structure it. So if you can consistently commit to it, I think in a very short amount of time, it's just autopilot and you start reasoning through emotions and feelings just because it's a natural feeling and it's not so foreign. So that's the assignment in chapter five. And, you know, I'm I'm excited for you guys to read this because I think once you get this concept, like I said, it's such a game changer into processing everyday things, but also really hard things. 
Um, and so coming up on the next podcast, we'll go to chapter six, which again, I think they're all kind of my favorite, but chapter six, I talk about the dreaded timeline, uh, the timeline that I think a lot of us think we're supposed to be on because of what society tells us, right? We're supposed to be married by a certain age, have kids by a certain age, be done with college, like all the things, right? And so I talk about my own experience with that and how to start living a life for you, not for what you feel like society thinks you should be doing. So that's going to be coming up next in chapter six. All right, guys, that was chapter five. I hope you're loving the book. I hope you've checked it out. If you haven't, go to Amazon today and grab yourself a copy. Head to Audible, listen to your copy. But this is really good work, and I'm excited to share it with you. Um, I'm, I'm always happy to answer questions, um, uh, take your feedback. Like I said, email me at whatsnextwithlisa at gmail.com or find me on social media. Um, you can message me there or just take a peek at some of the inspirational quotes I put up on my Instagram page and what's coming up next. So thanks for listening, guys. And I'm going to be coming to you with chapter six tomorrow. I'm going to go three in a row here for you, okay? So don't forget, today is a perfect day to ask yourselves, what's next? See ya.